Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mind Rise. I am your host, Ian Philo, and today we will be speaking about how there is no timeline or no set in stone timeline for success. And as the theme goes, with many other topics that I have covered in this podcast, I do struggle with it personally, and speaking about this is in a way, a cathartic experience, and it's helpful for me and therapeutic. So let's dive into this. All right, so there's no set timeline for success. That is the premise, that is the overarching theme of today's podcast. I have definitely struggled with this, and I know a lot of other anxious young adults out there feeling lost, lonely, meaningless and a little broken sometimes what prevents a lot of young people including myself from developing a serious career interest is unrealistic expectations and before i uh, elaborate on that i do want to credit um, i've been reading this book called grit by angela duckworth Um, it's an amazing read i highly recommend it Um, and that is kind of where I got the inspiration for this podcast. So if you guys are interested, check out the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. And as for many of my other podcasts, I get a lot of my inspiration from the content I read. Again, um, sometimes to reiterate, sometimes what prevents a lot of young people from developing a serious career interest is unrealistic expectations. Not only those expectations that we put on ourselves, but expectations that we're trying to uphold from other people prime example if your parents wanted you to go to school for a specific thing because there was job security or the market had something along the lines of being in favor of what you majored in in college and like oh like you gotta go to school for this because then you'll have that financial security and you won't be stressing about money and we all know they try to do it for our best interest but sometimes the sad expect or the sad reality is that uh we we don't want to end up doing that or it doesn't bring us life or passion in the first place and an interesting thing about that so this podcast is kind of going to toggle between that there's no timeline for success in careers And I'm kind of going to overlap that into um, our relationships with with other people as well. Because they're all sort of in the same web of content in regards to what I'll be speaking about. And going back to when it comes to having too high expectations, it's really somewhat of a disease that's being constantly output in our society 
it's a problem that a lot of young people have when it comes to finding a romantic partner. We set our expectations way too high in our careers, way too high in our romantic endeavors or our relationships. And at that point, it's so easy for us to get let down and get into a fixed mindset and be like, oh my gosh, like, why am I even trying at this point? This is just, and then the negative self-talk comes in and then you just start dismantling yourself piece by piece and it's it's horrible it really is going back to setting our expectations too high in relationships everyone wants everything to move so fast right sometimes that could be an issue not for everybody but it can be a pretty prevalent issue people want somebody who's really attractive and smart and kind and empathetic thoughtful and funny we don't realize we often set these unrealistic expectations for our significant others or our friends and they don't meet all of these arbitrary standards we end up having for them. At that point, it's easier for us to get let down, right? And the same thing goes to setting expectations on our career goals. You know, aiming way too high or just having not practical goals in the start and you just get super down on yourself when you don't achieve any of those. It's not fair to put such a high bar on someone or yourself. So why are we doing it? You know, that's that's one of the main questions. Point taken, we need to stop holding out for perfection. A lot of young people say, including myself at times, that I don't want to settle, right? We've all heard that saying like, I don't want to settle for this job. I don't want to settle for this person. This is just not going the way I want it to. I will not stop until I find the perfect job or the perfect person and everything in my career, in my life, in my financial status is perfect. I will not stop until I get to that point and I will not settle until I get to that point. Well, the reality is it kind of makes... It kind of sets us up for failure, you know, don't you think? And a little bit of depression. I, uh, I know someone who's, um, that I'll keep anonymous, who's kind of doing the same thing. He's, he's been working on creating content and just, you know, doing great at it, but he's just creating so much content and he won't work, you know, a day job or a part time job to just bring in some, some income so he can set himself up for a better opportunity. He's just, you know, being complacent about what he's doing and where he's living. And he's taking that same behavior and sort of redirecting it and projecting that into his relationship with this girl. And it's just, lo and behold, I, I really wish the best for him. And I, I hope that he figures something out, but it's not really healthy for him to be doing that in, in my opinion and to address the naysayer I, I could definitely be wrong but in my opinion I think he should stop setting so um, stop setting such high expectations for his career path and and for his partner too he was telling me how like oh this could be better or she needs to do this and you know like I don't really want to settle until I get the perfect job and move to the perfect place and the reality is, 
that oftentimes doesn't happen. And if any of you have experienced life or are young adults, all of you know that life generally doesn't happen the way we want it to. It's a lot of adaptation and rolling with the punches. So I just kind of want to throw that example out there to, to just give you guys insight. And I, I really hope he, he gets a good job um, in the career field that he's searching for. And I wish you know only the best for him. But uh, it just hurts me sometimes to see that people are are killing themselves because they're putting such high standards on their life when they don't need to be there in the first place. And I'm not saying you can't have goals, right? Obviously, it's good to set goals, but if if your goals are so high at the at the peak of this mountain, right, and you don't set intervals to get there, then I mean, am I that, that's just a little insane, if you ask me. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a little insane. Meeting a potential match, not the one and only perfect match, but a promising one when it comes to relationships or partners is only the very beginning, right? Don't get, don't get consumed by how fast you're supposed to do something or how quick success in relationships or your career is supposed to happen. Please do not get consumed by how fast this is supposed to happen. With an instant gratification culture, this sucks. It's programmed in us. Our patience is very small and has a glass ceiling. So, I mean, I understand it to that point. So, it could be tough sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It could be tough having to set incremental goals and not have such high expectations for yourself and your partner and your career where it just ends up making you feel miserable because you're not doing anything substantial. And I totally get it. I totally get it. I have felt the same way in my life when it comes to what I'm doing with my career and a bunch of other things. I've like gotten down on myself. I've gotten frustrated. I'm like, Ian, like, like, man, like, what are you doing? Like, you're working at this day job. You're not bringing in um, the income you would like from your art. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You still don't have that career placement that you always dreamed of. You still don't have that that financial bar that you want to meet yet. You still don't have this. You still don't have that. And when you get consumed in this narrative, you often forget about the things that you have accomplished leading up to that point. And trust me, it's so easy for me to forget what I have accomplished if I just start focusing on all the things that I haven't accomplished. And that could be a trap we can all fall into. And believe me, I fall into it like all the time and I have to really be intentional about redirecting that narrative and not letting it consume me because it ruins my entire day, guys. Sometimes, sometimes my entire week. If you just get caught up in like, like, oh, geez, like I, I got rejected from another job app. Like this isn't working out. I'm out of college. Like my parents think I'm a failure. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm sick of getting asked the question. What are you going to do with that major or that career? I'm just absolutely exhausted from upholding these expectations for myself and not only myself, but other people. 
that have put them on me. And that's a lot of weight to carry. And I don't recommend anyone trying to, anyone, uh, try to do that. And it happens sometimes, but I'm just here to encourage you that you don't have to carry that weight nor that burden. There's no timeline for success in what you're doing. There's no timeline in regards to when you're supposed to get that job that you've always wanted or when your relationship is supposed to metamorphosize into something bigger than just dating. There is no timeline. Everyone's story is different. And I'm sure you've heard this um, projected on different outlets via YouTube or any other motivational speaking source. But it's so very true because that that is a reality in life. Sometimes people will just excel at an exponentially faster rate than you. And that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. In fact, it means you're doing something right, that you're still trying to make progress along the way, and that you're doing your best. And this kind of gets in, this also intertwines into, uh, you know, where are we, where are we receiving these, this information that we're not doing it fast enough, or we should be at this place in X amount of time. And a lot of times we get that information or those stories or those time, those fabricated timelines from other people. But I think a big reason why a lot of us are getting like this is what we see on the internet and social media. And you can tailor your newsfeed, which I've done, um, but it still creeps up somehow. Even people that you didn't suspect, like, oh yeah, they're awesome. Like, they could just be accomplishing something and excelling and you have to make the decision whether it's emotionally healthy for you to, to keep on following them or, you know, to support them. Because it, it can be difficult when someone is making more money than you and living in a better place and not dealing with this health issue. And it could be so easy to get bitter and angry and resentful. Trust me, I've been there. And it's not fun. It's not fulfilling. It makes you feel like a, like a horrible person. And it's not fruitful for your spirituality or your mental health or your physical body. And I think I, I really want to emphasize again that we can't let other people's timelines take over our own path. There is no set timeline for success. And... uh to sort of give you guys a little insight, so I follow, so there's a few few people I follow on Instagram, um, and the reason I follow majority of the people that I do is because they not only inspire me, but they make me realize that they're human just as I am. Um... I try not to engage and follow with people with like super extravagant or luxury, luxurious lifestyles that are just constantly dumping out posts um, that are just absolutely unfathomable or unfathomable to me. Um, I try not to do that because for me personally, that doesn't really lead me to a fulfilling mental place. And you could follow celebrities. I'm not saying you can. You could follow Instagram models. Go ahead, you can follow whoever you like. 
I'm just mainly speaking from my perspective. So one of the people that I follow um, is a fellow artist in New York. I think he's based in New York. His name is Nick Sider. I think that's how you spell his last name, S-I-D-E-R. Um, and he is a fine artist who specializes in hyper-realistic oil paintings of tigers. And it's really cool because one day he posted on his story a picture or a painting of a, of a tiger he did when he was about, um, I believe it was my age. And then he posted um, a painting of the tigers he's been doing recently. And I think he's about 30-something. Um, I might be wrong, maybe late 20s. But just seeing that gave me so much inspiration and drive. I was like, holy crap. And and he just started off his career like getting big in his, in his late 20s and 30s, I believe. So that was just overall really encouraging for me because I'm 23 and I I sometimes like trick myself into thinking like, oh, I should have it all by now. I should have it all figured out. I should have this giant sum of money. I should have everything accrued um, because I know people, other people my age that have way more savings than me and are getting houses built and are getting all this stuff dumped into their lives. And I'm like, crap, like what the heck am I doing wrong? And I have to look at myself in the mirror and be like, Ian, you're not doing anything wrong. In fact, you're doing everything right. And just because you haven't accomplished, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever, whatever is out there doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. And when I saw Nick's post, I was like, Dane. And then he shared something after that, which impacted me so much. Um, what he shared was a few bios of some really famous and influential people and celebrities that we all know about. Um, he shared that they didn't really get their hit and fame or become successful until they were like, like in their 40s, some even in their 50s. And I was just like, dude, like Ian. What are you doing wasting all this energy getting upset at yourself when there's people out there worth millions and billions of dollars? Not that I expect myself to ever be worth that much, but it's like, why am I getting so upset at myself when sometimes the true key to being successful is that it takes time? And I just like, I was just like, wow. So I'm going to read off some of, uh, some people that all of you probably know about that didn't get their hit at fame or become successful until later in life. Um, the first one, all of you know Stan Lee. Um, I believe he did he did die um, about a year and a half ago, so rest in peace, Stan Lee. We all love you. He was a dramatic inspiration on my life when it came to art. So anyways, Stanley created his first hit comic, The Fantastic Four, just shy of his 39th birthday in 1961. In the next few years, he created the legendary Marvel Universe, whose characters such as Spider-Man and the X-Men became American cultural icons. 39 years old, can you believe that? 
Henry Ford was 45 when he created the revolutionary Model T car in 1908. Julia Child worked in advertising and media before writing her first cookbook when she was 50, launching her career as a celebrity chef in 1961. Ray Kroc spent his career as a milk shake device salesman before buying McDonald's at age 52 in 1954. He grew it into the world's biggest fast food franchise. And one more, Samuel L. Jackson has been a Hollywood staple for years now, but he'd had only um, small parts before landing an award-winning role at age 43 in Spike Lee's film Jungle Fever in 1991. So I finished reading those, and I was just like, wow. I was just like, dang, like, that that fired me up and, and, and really inspired me. Not for me to be complacent, but for me to recognize, like, Ian, you are 23, you are doing your best, you have people that will support you, you just need to keep on grinding and give it time. And if there's one thing I want you guys to get out of this podcast, it's what I just said. Just keep on grinding, hammering away, and give it time. Please don't give up at the point in your life where you're at right now. Keep on going. Whatever your rate, whatever your age, over time, your role as a learner will become a more active and informed one. Your knowledge, expertise, and confidence will grow eventually. Dedicate yourself to deliberate practice and dedication of your craft, regardless of how long it takes for you to become successful or score that job or get that relationship. But honestly, in the end, who cares? Just work on yourself. Age doesn't have to define your success. A person can be successful at any point in their life, as you just saw um, how I showed you those lists of famous people. They don't have to have a number to be the basis of what and how they get their success, but everyone should know that the fact of the matter is they all grinded and worked their butt off to make that happen. And I wish the same to you guys. So I'm going to close with that. Thank you everyone who has tuned in for another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I'm going to keep this going each and every episode. I just get more and more passionate about this. I cannot believe I have been doing this for the amount of time I've been doing it already. Um, I am just adding to this podcast library. I have gotten my my uh, listeners, I think there's people tuning in from like six different countries. I saw like the Netherlands, India, Australia, Spain, um, Canada. It was just crazy. I was just like, this is amazing. The UK, like this is amazing. So I'm so happy that people are getting something out of this. Because in the end, that's that's what it's all about. If I have one person that tunes in and it changes the course of their day, I'm winning then. That's it. Period. So thank you, everyone. Again, be sure to follow me on Instagram at philo.arts. That is where all of my art content is posted. Um, and all of my in-progress pictures of my work are posted as well. If you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and rate this podcast. I think I have two reviews in. I would really appreciate it. And other than that, stay tuned for next week's episode.
Thanks, guys. Have a great day.